Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to the Olive Podcast. I'm Janine, Olive's Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and each episode I'll be catching up with chefs, cuckoo writers and characters from the food scene in Britain and beyond. Join us each week to expand your food knowledge as our guests share 10 things we need to know about the specialist subject. And do listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where they also reveal their top cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. I'm delighted to welcome Fernando Troca, executive chef of Sucre, to the podcast today. Fernando launched the original Sucre in Buenos Aires in 2001 aiming to combine the traditions of Latin American open fire cooking with international influence. Since then, Sucre has featured repeatedly in Latin America's 50 best restaurants. In 2021, Fernando brought Sucre to the UK with a restaurant in the heart of Soho in London, where we're chatting today. Lovely to meet you, Fernando. Nice to meet you too. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. Um, I thought to begin, could you tell us just a little bit about Sucre and the kind of cooking you're doing here? Sucre, it's a mix of um, some Argentinian ingredients or techniques and some Latin, um, have a lot of Latin influence because obviously I come from Argentina, so we are Latin American, South yeah, yeah, America, yeah. and but also have an influence of all my background. Yeah. And that means I was working in Italy, in Spain, in France, in US. So Sucre have a little bit of everything. A bit of everything. Yes. Sounds lovely. Well, we are here to talk about 10 things you need to know about Argentinian food today. Um, so let's start with something we can all relate to, which is the influence of mothers and grandmothers on cooking. Tell us about that. Um, that it's part of my history. And I was, when I was a kid, I lost my mother when I was 11 years old. And so I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. Mm. And my grandmother used to have a pension, but it's a, a big house. And she was renting the rooms for most of them immigrants. Actually, my grandfather, my grandfather he was living in the house 
and he was from Portugal, and they was married. Mm-hmm. And so the house of my grandmother was in San Telmo, that is the old part of Buenos Aires, is the old town. And we went to the school with my, my brother around the corners from her house. So I was having lunch at her house for many, many years, every single day. <laughs> and my grandmother used to be an amazing chef, not professional, but she was unbelievable. And she was teaching me, she was asking me the food that I want to eat. And I was giving her the menu the day before. She was doing the starters, <laughs> the main and the dessert. And so that's, that was the beginning of my, my passion and my love um, for food mm. and cooking. But in that time, it was a long time ago, um, I think it was part of the, the culture in Buenos Aires. I mean, not only my grandmother, the other grandmothers, other mothers, they was cooking yeah. for, for everyone, for the family. Um, not anymore, not like like used to be. Yeah. And so I think that mm, the um, relation with the um, with the food come from the family. The family, yeah. Yes. So that's where your roots started, and yes, that's where you first definitely. got yes. into the kitchen. Yes. And would you cook alongside her or your your grandmother? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was spending when I was eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15. Unfortunately, she she didn't know that I that um, I became a chef. Oh. But but my grandma, my grandfather, yes, yeah, but not her. Yeah, lovely. Um, and you mentioned that you know the uh, Portuguese influence, immigration shaped a lot of the culture in in Argentina. Certainly, tell tell us about that. I always say that probably. 40% of our blood come from Spain and the other 40 from <laughs> Italy and the other 20 from the rest of Europe. Yeah. So in my family, for example, my grandmother, the other from the other side, from my father's side, she, she was from Spain. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was from Portugal. And my grandmother, the one that used to cook for me, she was she born in Argentina, but the family her family was from Italy. Yeah, and Troca, my last name, also come from the okay. Piemonte, from the north of Italy. Mm. So um, definitely, the, all that um, um, immigration uh, from Europe have a lot of influence in the food mm. and in the culture and in the families. Yeah, amazing. Um, one thing that you wanted to mention um, was roasts. Does that cover? Does that cover? Because I know meat. You said meat's important. Meat's a cornerstone of cooking. Um, so I guess we're talking about roast meats. Does that co- cover asado as well? Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that then. Uh, asado for us for us is um, basically barbecue. Barbecue, and right? It's it's um, it's it's part of every Argentinian. Every Argentinian have a a barbecue at home. Mm. Even if they live in an apartment, <laughs> they will have in the balcony a small barbecue. Yeah. I have a, a nice uh, grill outside on, of, in my house and 
So it's very normal on the weekends mm, do barbecues okay. at home and uh, asados. And normally it's for friends and family. Yeah. Um, this is a very typical um, Sunday roast, yeah. let's say. So and rather than in Sunday roast, yes. you get your barbecue yes. and yeah. Yes. And what sort of things would you cook on it? Um, basically meat. Yep. And, and some, um, I mean, the typical, typical are meat, different cuts, um, sausages, mm. blood sausage, very typical, right, yeah. uh, sweetbreads that we have on the menu here in Sucre. Oh, nice. And in the beginning, I was worried about to put the sweetbreads yeah. because I thought that probably, but it's a huge seller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we call mojejas, that it's a sweetbreads, very, very typical. And and then we have like a simple salads on the table yeah. and the sauce. We have two typical sauces in Argentina mm. to for the barbecue. One is the chimichurri, yeah, which I think and the other one is called salsa criolla. That oh, okay. they have some similarities with some uh, sauces in the rest of Latin yeah. America. The difference between how we do barbecues and how we grill. Uh, compared, let's say, with U.S. Yeah. In U.S., they use a flame, a very, very hot grill mm. with flame. So basically, sometimes they burn the meat. And for us, for Argentinians, if we, if you have flames on the grill, it's bad, very bad. So, um, so you are a very bad griller. So um, basically, we cook without any flame. So okay. um, the meat is cooking. It's cooking. Slowly, slowly yeah so it's glowing the yes. glowing coals yes and use like direct indirect heat yes. to move we it can, around we can yeah. use we use charcoal or wood yeah doesn't matter yeah but you know how to wrangle it yes, <laughs> yes. and and also it's um also it's a very important part of the um, ceremony mm. to do the um, the fire okay that it's to get it set up exactly quickly. you don't yeah. just throw loads of light no no no, no no we we just <laughs> We burn the um, charcoal yeah. or the wood yeah. for at least 45 minutes or an wow. hour, and then we start So it's an, it's an art, basically, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. And what, what's the setup you've got upstairs? And for the, have you got open fire cooking? We have an room? open fire yeah. grill, nice. yes. We use uh, charcoal. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I bet people love that as well. Yes. You've got a good extraction. Beautiful. Yeah, we have an amazing <laughs> extraction. It's like a NASA. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um Number four, you were going to tell us a, a little bit about some of the regional foods of Argentina. Tell us about that. Um, the most typical food, I mean, in Buenos Aires, in the city, the food, it's very European. Because mm. I have a lot of uh, influence from Spain and Italy, basically. So um, we have a very typical dishes from it, like the Milanese. Um, it's very typical in Argentina. But if you want to go for the mm. um, typical dishes from Argentina, you must go to the north uh-huh. or even the south, but not not that much. In the north of Argentina, Salta, Jujuy, uh, close to the Bolivian border, mm-hmm. we have the more typical dishes from Argentina, like the original dishes from Argentina, like the empanadas, yep. uh, for instance. And but then all the rest of the country, it's 
much more European. If you go to a restaurant in any part of Buenos Aires, you will find pastas, uh, rices, obviously meat, mm. and but very Italian influence. Depending on who's yes. living in that particular yes. part. Yes. Um, do the empanadas change around the, the country, depending on where you come Definitely. from? Definitely. Yeah. Like, 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 like the chimichurri sauce. We have a, um, many different recipes. I yeah. mean, the ingredients are, the base are all, always the same, but everyone, every family have their, have their own, own ingredients. And the empanadas, uh, yeah, I was talking from the north in yeah. Salta, um, uh, they put potato and eggs. Right. But if you go to Mendoza, that is the wine region, mm. they don't put potato and they don't put eggs. Okay. But they put a lot of onion. So yeah. they put uh, meat and onion. And also, if you go to um, Tucumán, also they have uh, um, the different provinces. Yeah. But yeah, we have not many, but we have, let's say, three or four different regions with three different recipes of empanadas. Yeah. So you can know exactly where you are by yeah. breaking open an empanada yes. and looking inside yes. it. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Um, tell us about the difference between Argentina and other Latin American countries? What, um, what, what is it that makes the food different? I think it, for me, the, the big difference is the influence of um, Italians and Spanish. Um, I'm not considering myself or Argentinians um, Latin American foodies. Right. Uh, because we are very different to the right. rest of, let's say, if you go to Brazil, Peru, um, Colombia, Venezuela, Mexico, mm. it's very, very, very different. I mean, it's, if you are a Mexican chef and someone invites you to cook, yep. or, um, you can spend a week thinking yeah. how many dishes you can do from Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are from Argentina, you have only barbecue. If, if someone <laughs> invites you to cook, you will do empanadas, barbecue, chimichurri. Not right. not so many um, different um, different ingredients. And um, for me, like Mexico and Peru, probably are the most important foodie um, countries right. in Latin America. And but yeah, let. Argentina, it's much, it's more European okay. in terms of more uh, European, food. and that's the differences, yes. as you said at the beginning, the, yes. the influence of all the different countries. Yes. Amazing. Um, this is an interesting one because I didn't know this. Um, Argentina is unique in favoring parsley over coriander. What's, exactly. what's all that it's, about? It's, then? It's, <laughs> um, I mean, connected with the. Oh, this is the influence the, again. With yeah. the question, with yeah. the, it's. If you go to Latin America, yeah. you go to Brazil, Peru, Mexico, yeah. Colombia. All of them, they use coriander, coriander, no parsley. But Argentinian, I mean, now we use coriander, but yeah. now it's trendy. But uh, <laughs> 25 years ago, it was no coriander in Argentina. It only parsley. And in, if you go to Italy or Spain, they yeah. don't use coriander. They use parsley. So that it's a big, big difference between them, um, between Argentina and all the rest of the countries. Uruguay, they use Uruguay okay. and us are very, very similar. similar. We are very yeah. similar, 
and they also use parsley. Mm. I mean, now coriander because it's trendy and they have a, we have a lot of Asian restaurants or even yeah. Latin restaurants. But yeah, mm, but yeah Argentinian, Argentinians mm. uh, wear parsley, not coriander. So parsley is the, the, the in chimichurri, which is one of yes, the famous sources. Yes, the main ingredient. Parsley is the main ingredient, yes, not coriander. Not coriander. If you're no, making no, no. it with coriander, you're doing no, it wrong. No, completely wrong. <laughs> no. no one, I mean, so, we have many, many different recipes, yeah. but no one with coriander. <laughs> okay. Never. Another thing I didn't know Argentina was famous for, but I do now because I was reading about it today, is ice cream. Yes. And it's a very particular kind of ice cream. Tell us about it. Very that. Italian. Yeah. But I think I I mean, I think that it's probably more easy to find um good good ice cream, like an old school and old fashioned uh, ice cream yeah. now in Argentina than in even in Italy. Because now in Italy, if you are in, in in Italy, in Rome, let's say, and if you, obviously, it's a lot of very good ice cream shops, but mm, it's difficult because now a lot of ice cream um, shops, they use like um, infusion or powders. And, yeah. But mm, in Argentina, we still have the um, old school ice creams um, families yeah. that came from Italy and they still using the old machines that are going up and down and and we 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 eat ice cream all year around and let's say on the weekends you have um, a barbecue at home yeah. always for dessert someone called and go there yeah and, and, and so they're called is it haladiet Heladerias. Heladerias. And we have a lot of heladerias. Yeah. And, and, many, and, many, and many, many, many flavors. Like, so like an ice, what we would call an ice cream parlor where you go yes. in and you've got all the flavors lined up. And yes, but uh, very different because when you go to the heladerias in Argentina, yeah. you don't see the ice creams. Oh, you don't? No, no. Now some new, like much more <laughs> modern ice creams um, they have, um, like, um, they show you the ice creams. But mm. the classic ones, they don't show the ice cream. It's only on a board. Okay. You have all the flavors. Are they trying to keep a secret? Or? Yeah. No, no, I think it's, I don't know, because if you go to Italy, in Italy, they show you the... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah it's, it's part of the display. To yes. like I mean, you see the display, but it's yeah. all covered. So you don't see any ice cream. Wow. But you can ask, you can ask them... To try, so they yeah. give you a little spoon with with the flavors nice. to try. And is dulce de leche? Dulce the, de leche is the classic. Is the classic yes. flavor? Do you think that's still the most popular flavor? Definitely, yes. Yeah. Yes, oh, it's delicious though. Why wouldn't it be? Um, you touched on this before as well. The um, about pasta and Milanese being really popular, and yes. mil but I think Milanese is slightly different to what we would know Milanese in Italy, isn't it? Milanese for us is the Milanese is the is the schnitzel like a schnitzel yes. yeah but um, I mean it's it came from Italy yeah. obviously but uh, Milanese it's in every single house every restaurant that you go the classic restaurants that you go in Buenos Aires always they will have Milanese on yeah. the menu and people love Milanese yeah probably more than in Italy yeah. And it's a very classic dish from kids 
Yeah. Or, um, yeah, Milanese and, with mashed potato with French fries. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and then the pasta as well, is that something that's really yeah. common? And pastas also. Um, actually, here in London, it's difficult to find um, pasta shops, handmade pastas. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that I think people either go out and eat a re- at a really nice pasta yes. place like Manteca, which is yes. around the corner, or, you know, they'll make make it at home and probably buy dried pasta and you just don't have access to that kind of ready and so the fresh pasta shops there are a lot it's like i like heladerias every every neighbor have a a pasta fresh pasta shop yeah sundays all families um, go to the um, to the pasta shops they have a queue outside waiting and they have raviolis or whatever. Okay, and it's a lot of pasta. Um, yeah. I want to go to Argentina now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then number nine, we've talked about it briefly, but let's talk about the meat because we said it is, it's cornerstone of the Argentinian diet. What, what sort of meat, and, and a beef is big, um, apart from beef, but like what, what kind of beef is it? And then just talk us through some other meats that are popular. Um, unfortunately, now... The, the meat, it's not the same quality that used to be. Right. Uh, because now it's a lot of feedlot going around Argentina. And so it's less, because the, the our meat, it was, I mean, very different to, to the rest because we have, um, I mean, huge land, lands, yeah. and the La Pampa and... So the cows basically was eating the grass, going around the, the countryside, and that brings a completely different flavor to the meat. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, now it's—I mean, still we still have some producers that they they produce the meat in the more natural, natural way. way. Yeah. But um, I mean, meat—it's part of the culture and. I think that also because the meat is cheap, it's not expensive. Yeah. So everyone um, can have meat. And like I say, if you go to the construction, let's say builders that yeah. they're doing construction, they do barbecue in the construction <laughs> at least once a week. Normally, yeah. the tradition is every Friday. Yeah. You go, End you, of the week. you are walking on the street yeah. and you smell the barbecues on the street yeah. sometimes from the builders that they are um, constructing and they're doing a barbecue and still not expensive, the meat. Yeah. And what I mean, the- probably Argentinians can eat meat four times a week, four three times a week. Times a week. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And what, so say, say like with beef, what would be the... What would be the most um, popular cuts? Is it steak? Is it, uh, or is there a particular type of steak that you would have? Uh, if you, when you do barbecues at home, yeah, probably the more typical that always are on the grill, it's uh, short ribs. Short, oh, short ribs, short really? Ribs. Yeah, yeah. And you would have how would but you? Very different to. I was going to say because they take really long cooking, don't exactly. they? Exactly. No, but we we call. Uh, uh, banderita, and then basically it's they cut very thin. Ah. It's actually cook very fast, and like fifteen minutes. Okay. And this is the probably the more typical um, cut. 
yeah. the shore reefs. And, and other types of, of meat, is it just beef or do you do, you do lamb or, you know? Yeah, we know? have an amazing lamb in Patagonia. It's beautiful. I mean, Patagonia, it's, I mean, I really like the north of Argentina. Yeah. Because it's a completely different to the rest of the world. Yeah. Patagonia, it's unbelievable, but it's very similar to many places yeah. because you have lakes, mountains, um, beautiful, like like Switzerland. Let's say. Yeah. But um, the lamb, the best lamb, come from Patagonia. Yeah, yeah we have an amazing lamb, mm. and then we have pork. Not nothing special, no. but um, I think definitely beef and lamb. Amazing. Yes. Um, you didn't give me number 10, so I'm going to ask you number 10, which is um, about the future. So what are you hoping for for the future of Sucre and you and, I guess, Argentinian food? Um, we are planning to do, I mean, we opened Sucre in Dubai in last December. Mm. We are planning to do Sucre in Madrid. Oh, wow. Um that I think that will be amazing because I think that um, Madrid is um, the relation from uh, Spanish and Argentinians. It's it's very good and Madrid is a very foody city. Yeah. And something that I think that everyone learns yeah. from the last two or two three years, years is yeah. that we cannot think about future. Not. Not too much. Long, not yeah. too much. Not too much. So okay. um, I think um, I'm trying to um, keep the Sucre Dubai and London now yeah. very focused. And the, um, if I see in the future, I, um, I wish that we can open Sucre in Madrid. Yeah. Just world domination then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming to chat. Thank you. Today, My Fernando. pleasure. It was a thank pleasure you. to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Olive Podcast. For recipes and more information, head to olivemagazine.com. Do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. And don't forget to subscribe at iTunes, Acast, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.